Welcome to IconTube, a show dedicated to the influencers industry. I'm your host, Alexa Cappiello. Today, I'm with a well-known entrepreneur and content creator who has more than 2 million followers on social media platforms. Her blog is all about the latest fashion trends, beauty hacks, and her journey of motherhood. I'm thrilled to welcome Chris Hahn to IconTube. All right, we are joined here with Chris Hahn, XOXO. Thank you, Chris Hahn, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Alexa. Yeah, of course. So you told me you have a toddler at home. Mm -hmm. How was that during quarantine? Oh, <laughs> it's tough. You know, being a first-time mom, it's already very tough. And then during quarantine, you basically can't hire helps. And uh, it's just me, my husband, the two of us um, handling a pretty handful of toddler. <laughs> and, uh, I bet. I mean, she basically has no friends um we, we just kind of limit our activities outdoors so it's really really tough for for a family like this mm -hmm. of course uh but things are slowly getting back to normal so finally maybe she can make some friends over in the monkey bars <laughs> i like to ask all my mom friends how's it been and they're all like wow it has been interesting but anyway um speaking of children childhood Tell us about your childhood and uh, where you grew up. Uh, I was born and raised in Shanghai. Uh, if mm -hmm. this is new to you, Shanghai um, is the center of business, money, and fashion. So I grew up in a family that was very entrepreneurial. Both of my parents are entrepreneurs. And uh, uh, I was heavily influenced by um, fashion from Europe, I would say. Um, so kind of like I, 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 my parents, as a lot of Chinese parents, they would expect me to go to uh, corporate world. But I ended up moving to LA and doing something creative. That's amazing. So what was your experience moving from Shanghai to LA? What brought you here uh, specifically? I went to USC for my MBA. Uh, it's wow. a good offer. It was a good offer that I just can't say no to. So I moved here and it's very, very different. It was, this, this was not my plan. Uh, uh, I was like, I can just, you know, get to know LA like a bit more. So I stayed for a few more years and then I stayed. I, I just, I just settled <laughs> here, got a house and got married and had a kid. So it's, <laughs> this is not planned, but it's fun. Very different vibes. And um, LA is more laid back. Shanghai is more busy, like big city. Yeah. It has all the big cities. Would you compare Shanghai to more like a New York City vibe? I don't, have mm -hmm. you ever been to New York? Um, New York vibe, definitely. New York. Definitely. Oh, even busier. Everybody's like so driven. Really? Like very, very motivated. They work. Wow. A lot of people work like 12 hours a day. <laughs> wow. That's the situation. I used to work like that. <laughs> I mean, I still think you have that kind of work ethic. You you can't be as successful as a, a influencer if you don't work very very hard. I think that's a misconception that a lot of people think about influencers uh -huh. is that uh, they don't work that hard. They just post videos, but it takes a whole lot of work to do what you do. So I'm 
I'm actually really glad that we're doing this kind of interview to talk about the nitty gritty details about that. So you did mention you have your MBA in business, which is incredible. And you're also a professional photographer, which uh -huh. we'll get into that more in a moment. But why did you decide specifically to become an influencer? Was it your plan or did you just kind of like fall into it? It was a natural progression or involvement, I would say. I had my first Instagram account back in 2011. It was just for fun, like a lot of people did. Uh, uh -huh. And lately, I started to post more like professional curated content. And people started to ask me about my um, my clothes, my makeup, things like that. And I just, you know, I can't, I said, I said, I just can try, try it out like a little bit because I saw a lot of other influencers, what they are doing, like get a little, little bit inspired. Um, mm -hmm. So I started to do post like more, post the more and started like to work harder on my content to like kind of like strategize what I was right. doing back then. Um, so back in 2015, when I was doing school at USD and I started to rebrand Instagram, started a new account and uh, my blog and also my YouTube. So everything, you know, started to get more like organized. That's where I started to um, get more following because people like to keep seeing like um, curated content and they like it and more people are coming, you know, that's that's how it happened. So it's more like right. a natural involvement for me because uh, back then there was no such term called influencer or social media marketing. It was all like digital marketing, you know, but it's more about Google. So that's what I learned at school. So just keep learning, keep trying. And here's a new industry and it's growing like really, really fast. So as I mentioned earlier, we're talking about the work that kind of goes into some of these posts. And I know the posts you have are varied. You know, sometimes you just post a picture or sometimes you post a reel. But how much time on average, you post pretty much, I'd say consistently every three days or so, how much mm -hmm. time on average goes into um, making these posts mm, this and can, effort? This varies a lot. Sometimes yeah. if it's a spontaneous story anything happens in my life i just document it and then just it's life when when the you know whatever is happening happens so um this can be like very very easy very spontaneous but sometimes if it's a let's say a project if i'm working with a brand or other influencers or my collaborator uh for a specific you know content and we probably will have the script and we like take a few shots and do the editing sometimes you know going back and forth this can take um days weeks or even months uh it's a lot of a lot of effort behind some post if it's more like educational or informational i have to do my research to make sure mm -hmm. i am presenting like the facts to my audience uh so you, you, you are seeing a post. This could be a photo, a video, uh, or infographics, anything like that. But sometimes your content creators are spending a lot of uh, time behind this post. Or right. it, this can take even like a team to work on a project. I do yeah. photography as well. So it takes, you know, 
stylist, your stylist, your makeup, and your uh, model, um, DOP, and a lot of people are working on the single photo that you're seeing on the internet. So if you are uh, looking at one piece of content and you appreciate it, please engage, please like this post. <laughs> right, absolutely. Um... You know, I was actually thinking when I was looking through your Instagram in particular, I was like, dang, this girl takes awesome photos. And then I found out you were a professional photographer. But I was wondering when I was looking at your photos, I was like, who is taking these? Is your is your husband taking them? Or mm -hmm. did you do you outsource to another uh, professional photographer? Do you have a stylist with you at most times? Or do you do all that on your own? Do you set up the camera and then do you like walk by as though somebody's taking a photo? Like these are some of the questions I was wondering when I was looking through your your page to ask you all sorts of questions about how you curate your image and stuff. I'm lucky my husband is a professional photographer and he, is? he kind of yeah took me to this photography world like many many years ago. Um, so he took my most of my photos uh, and he's the man behind the camera and also I did some um, self-portraits as well uh, photos videos set up my set up my tripod and um, I just jump uh, in front of the camera and back to the camera, right. you know, a lot, a lot of things like that. But I saw a lot of influencers are doing the self-portrait thing these days and mm -hmm. I also got inspired. Uh, so if you don't have a photographer, don't worry, you can do it by yourself. Just do a research and try like a little just bit. Just have a husband that will, is a professional <laughs> photographer and he'll take all your photos with you. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, sometimes you have to train your husband first, the boyfriend or husband. You have to do like a little bit training. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know you want to be my boyfriend, but first you have to go through photo Instagram photography training class, and then we'll talk <laughs> about you becoming my potential boyfriend and or mm -hmm. husband. We'll see. We'll see. No, yeah. that's awesome. So did you guys meet uh, doing photography together, or did you just kind of find out that he was also a photographer while you, uh, you guys were dating? I, I was like, I just found out because um, back then he... Um, we met in Shanghai actually before moving to. Oh Atlanta. wow! So it was a long time ago, and then um, he was one of my early clients uh, in Shanghai. I had a business, uh -huh. uh, language translating and a consulting business in Shanghai. So he was one of my early um, clients, um, mm -hmm. and then later on, I he he asked me out, and then he said I. I, 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 had, I had a camera and I wanted to take some pictures for you. <laughs> That's how I started. Oh, wow. So before That's awesome. Instagram, I did have like tens of thousands of good photos already. So I do have like a huge bank. <laughs> <laughs> I just That's had nowhere great. to share, you know. So once Instagram yeah. is up and I said, let's just share it on Instagram and see how it goes. <laughs> and you did fantastically as we are <laughs> aware now. On top of the fact that you are an influencer, you uh, have a toddler at home. So how do you manage your work-life balance? It's not, I would say it's not perfectly balanced. You still yes. are struggling as a working mom, like a lot mm -hmm. of other parents, because uh, we can hire nannies, as I said, it's still COVID. So um, my husband and I are taking turns to take care of her. But I have, I do have one strategy that I think a lot of content creators can copy <clears throat> is that 
I actually bring her on to the project. So she's yeah, the I see that. and she did like it. She did like it. So I am taking care of her at the same time we are getting our content done. So my audience did, did love her like a lot. People, I got more likes, honestly, for um, anything with her. So. <laughs> Because uh, she's adorable, and she's, she's part like of a my content now. <laughs> <laughs> she's a future future influencer in the making. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to build her page. <laughs> You're trying to build her brand. I'm trying to build my dog's brand. I just made my dog an Instagram. She's gonna be more famous than I ever could be. So I. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Dog mom. We're dog gonna, mom life. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna exploit the cuteness of our uh, pets and our kids. That, that's yeah, gonna let's just, do that. That's gonna be um, how do you normally pick between the types of brands uh, that and products that approach you for promotion on your page? Because I'm sure you have to sift through and sort through which ones you, you want mm -hmm. to choose to promote. So tell me about that kind of process. Mm, so the purpose of working with a brand um, is mostly to share something valuable to my audience. So let's say mm -hmm. someone has a product and want to promote on my page. Um, so the first thing first, I have to try the product. Or if this is a brand that I've been using, it'll be excellent. That I right. can tell like a very authentic story. Uh, if I have a history with this product or this brand, and that'll be great. That's preferred. If not, it's like a new mm -hmm. brand, it's upcoming, and I'll have to try the product and make sure the team, the brand, um, they are the right people to work with. Let's say, right. um, okay, so the first thing I say, okay, um, I am I am looking for like what kind of content and if if the 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 approach they're doing and it fits fits um how I do the business so you want you want to make sure it's the right people and the right product and then you work on the project and everybody will like it and my audience will enjoy the products and enjoy the content right mm -hmm. right it is much easier to sell something that you particularly use and you really, really like. But in the cases that you don't use the product, do you, t do you take some time to use it before you uh, promote it on your page? Or is it just kind of like a case by case basis, depending on how busy you are? Mostly case by case. But if I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't really like the product, then I won't be the right influencer to promote it. I won't tell like the right, good story. Cool. So I will have to probably have to say no. That's good. That's good. Because, you know, sometimes you get influencers that will promote anything and everything. But I personally follow the influencers that I think I feel are the most genuine and are um, promoting things that they believe in. Even if I don't agree with the product that they really like, at least I feel like they are being honest with mm -hmm. uh, what they like and what they're uh, the good that they're trying to promote in the world. So uh, I, I think that's mm -hmm. awesome. What do you think? This is an interesting question. What do you think of influencing as a business? Like, where do you see it leading in the future? Influencing as a business? You mean if yes. I am a brand, I am also influencing? Yeah, I guess I guess the I guess the trajectory of that question is you are an influencer now, but where do you see yourself headed in the future? Do you do you want to be a, a brand? Do you do you want to be a brand name in stores, or are you going to use this for other ben, uh, business ventures in the future? 
um, yes, I'm open to any business opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, I think everybody has their own brand. Every person is a brand now. So mm -hmm. this can be overnight. You probably will have your product, your online, maybe tomorrow. So there wow. are like yeah. so many opportunities out there these days. So I, I really think everybody um, has their own personal brand. And this is a branding opportunity for a lot of people, macro influencers or small influencers, like so many opportunities out there. But I always keep my eyes open. And if there's a good one, I will definitely hop on. Um, so what are some of the pros and cons of being an influencer? We'll start with the pros. Let's start with the good stuff. <laughs> Try to be positive. <laughs> being an influencer, there are so many benefits. And first of all, this is a sexy industry. It's really mm -hmm. fun. Um, I think uh, according to a lot of stats um, these days, influencer is already a lot of people's dream job. I, I didn't even know. <laughs> before I, know. I started like basically uh, now talking to children uh in like kindergarten first grade second grade some of them are saying i want to grow up to be an influencer and i'm like <laughs> oh my goodness i wanted to grow up to be an astronaut <laughs> you know what i mean like there's such a different world now uh -huh. and uh and so it's just interesting to me that that is this is a viable career path and it's still so new so um, yeah, yeah, it's I, too new. I, I love learning about it. It's too new to tell. Um, it's still a very young industry. It's maturing, but it's still a very, um, it's a very new industry to a lot of people. So there is no um, career path. There's no like a clear career path. You can be very active, not just uh, creative, uh, not just for the content, but also for your career. And um, mm -hmm. um, to me. One of the most important thing is that I can have very flexible hours so that I can yep. be a good mom at home. <laughs> so <clears throat> I appreciate the flexibility of being an influencer. I can decide who to work with, um, what mm -hmm. I what I do, um, what kind of product I promote. So I do have a lot a lot a lot a lot to say um, for a lot of things. I have my voices on my platforms. I also appreciate that. So I work with a lot of brands that I really love. It's like a dream for me. And That's for the cons, I would say it's also because it's a new industry. You don't know where you are tomorrow. This can be a right. pro or a con. If you like uncertainty, right. you like to challenge yourself, you like changes and it's good for you. If you like stability and this is probably not the best job for you. And also, if you can, like sit down, go through your emails, manage your business, your, let's say, paperwork, things like that. If you, you don't like doing that, you're not going to manage your own business like well. So just be prepared. There are like a lot of tedious and boring jobs, boring tasks behind this sexy job. So this can be a, a call. <laughs> right. Of course. So besides being a successful influencer, you are also a professional uh, fashion photographer. Tell us more about that. Um, it's a really fun side hustle, but I am mm -hmm. really like spending more time these days on photography uh, projects because um, I really enjoyed uh, creating content behind a ca camera. Um, mm -hmm. So work with brands and creating like editorials, uh, lookbooks, 
and work with a team, um, hairstylist, makeup, models, and a lot of like moving pieces. You're like a you're like a manager of a project, uh, doing a lot of different things. And on site, you work with people who are, you know, um, it's LA, everybody can be a model. So this is very, very, like really creative for me because there is no boundary. You can just uh, um, tell a good story using, <clears throat> using your camera. And um, I, I enjoyed working with myself as well. I create a series of self-portrait, fashion self-portrait, um, collaborated with Leica. So it's a fun journey for me as a content creator. In the future, I'm looking myself like as a photographer, maybe mostly, but these days I feel like video is the trend. I'm doing more video for social media, but photography is still my, is still like your near your to passion. said you were going to start up your own uh, cooking channel, right? Slowly, Have you done that yeah. yet? I'm slowly building a cooking channel across what's, different platforms. What's the handle? What is it? What, what's the handle? Uh, Luna Mama Cooks. Luna it's Mama new. Cooks. Yeah, it's new. You, you can Google it, but it's new. And I, I did two versions for my Chinese audience and also for, um, for Western English versions. So I... I am doing this to educating people how to, you know, live better. <laughs> you can that's also so DIY amazing. a lot of things at home. So yeah, that's basically what I do. It's totally different from my main channel. So yeah, it's upcoming. No, but, but if you're interested, you can subscribe to Luna Mama Cooks. I, I am absolutely interested. I, I follow a lot of um, fashion influencers, but I also follow a lot of cooking influencers. Like Babish is one of my favorites. So. Uh, you are doing the Lord's work, girl. You, you are helping people uh, get inspo uh, in many, many realms of life. So uh, that's awesome. Um, also, the food that you just talked about sounds delicious. So I will definitely be checking out and probably Thank subscribing you. to that channel. Um, so do you have any advice for people like micro influencers that are wanting to join the beauty and fashion influencer sphere um first of all i would say don't overthink just post post now if you are building any content you're um filming anything just just post it and see what people say and you can always delete it if it doesn't work <laughs> and also you can play with your strengths whatever you're good at because there is only you um there's only one you uh if let's say i am good at something but you know if there is another person they don't they don't do the same thing everybody can be very very different even though like i'm a fashion influencer and the other one is also a fashion influencer we have different personal styles so we are we are talking to different audience. Um, so there will be like a group of audience out there. But if you're not posting, like nobody will know you. So just um, figure out what you're really good at and work around this niche and then start working on your content and posting your content from today. That's great. That's really great advice. All right. Final question. 
Uh, I like to ask influence, influencers, excuse me, who they're, uh, especially fashion and style influencers, who their um, fashion inspo is, whether it be a famous actor or another influencer, who are your style and fashion inspos? My fashion icon uh, used to be my mom. She passed away mm -hmm. a few years ago, but she was in fashion when she's young. And her style mm -hmm. is very, I would say, French inspired, um, very feminine, and she doesn't wear like over three colors. Like there are like so many rules, criteria for her, for her styles. And she was my like style police. I was, mm -hmm. at the I was heading out and she would say like, oh, you are wearing too many color. Oh, this, these shoes don't work, you know, things like that. And she's my, uh -huh. she's my inspo. And she got me my first Vogue, you know, things like that because um, she did like a little bit of design when she was young um so my mom was definitely my fashion icon and uh -huh. um got me so much inspiration and education a lot of 101 a lot of basics from her so it, it's kind of the foundation the basics for my personal style and aesthetics mm -hmm. uh, for now i'm more into um princess diana's style yes. I think she's all internet She's taking over it, and uh, I like her sporty wear. I like yep. her. She can dress up or down. Very, yes. very, very iconic and legendary. I like her. Bike, <laughs> the, her bike, bike shorts queen. Uh -huh. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, she yeah. was amazing, and she she would like put blazers with bike shorts. She was just so 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 ahead of her time. Uh -huh. uh, that's awesome that you mentioned Princess Di. She's also one of mine. All right, so that concludes our interview today. Thank you so much, Chris, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Alexa. It was of fun. Of course, of course. So tell the followers of IconTube where they can find you across all social media platforms. Of course, my handle is Chris Han XOXO. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget that you can listen to all of our interviews on the IconTube podcast. Please like and share this video and subscribe to our channel for more interviews. See you next time. <laughs>